Hey guys, welcome to the Junto Podcast and super excited to have you here today. Now, if you're new to the Junto Podcast, each week or each episode, we try to really have a conversation or unpack an idea. Uh, sometimes it's just about life. Um, oftentimes it's about leadership. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, distinguishing uh, some healthy traits or attributes between students and or people in their careers who are successful versus uh, unhealthy habits or those who may be struggling. And a lot of what you're going to hear today uh, are things that I teach to students. Uh, it's not necessarily an original idea. Uh, some will come from the book that is called On Course uh, by Cengage, and this was by Skip Downing and Jonathan Brennan, but a lot of it is also uh, my own input just from what I've gained as uh, not only an instructor, but also being in ministry. So with that, right out of the gate, one of the things that you need to know is that as a college instructor or as a leader, uh, any type of leader, uh, you may be a leader at your job, and there are probably things that, if that's the case, that you observe not only in yourself, but also in your employees that you lead or the people that you lead. And you'll know notice right off the bat that there are things that distinguish us within our personalities, right? Like you have super highly motivated people versus people who struggle to be motivated in the things that they are doing. And usually uh, what we have found from an educational perspective is that there are some attributes uh, of both uh, both the successful people and those who are struggling a little bit. And the first thing I want to bring to you is, uh, is that some of the things that we notice within successful students is that that these are people who accept personal responsibility, right? They uh, they own their work. They own uh, the fact that they're at college and that they are really trying to uh, develop a career. Uh, and keep in mind when you're when you're talking about uh, colleges, you have to understand that it's not just young kids. I have students that are older than me in my class, so a lot of this is applicable. Uh, when I say students, it's not just referring to a young person, but there are attributes or personality traits across the board that we can uh, see from a scientific perspective when it comes to students who are successful versus struggling. And one of the biggest things that we find specifically uh, in college work is that those students who accept personal responsibility for their for their work, uh, for the learning, for what they're getting out of the class, uh, we find that those are the students who excel versus the students who have what we call uh, maybe a victim mentality or maybe they see themselves as a victim. And what does that really mean? What does it mean to see yourself as a victim? Well, uh, what this essentially means is that if they fail, right, if they are failing at uh, getting to class on time or if if they're uh, not doing so well in the coursework, what we've noticed is that they tend not to accept personal responsibility for their actions. And they see themselves as a victim. It's always someone else's fault. Maybe the dog ate the homework or uh, et cetera, et cetera. And if we begin to examine this from a 
I guess, from a scientific method and you begin to find, okay, what are the successful students doing versus the ones who are struggling a little bit? And this is one of the things that you begin to find that they're not taking ownership of their coursework. They're not taking ownership of the college experience. And this is important. Maybe you're post-college and maybe you're into the workforce now, or maybe you're the leader and you need a little help uh, knowing how to uh, lead those types of individuals that are not highly motivated. Or guess what? Maybe you're the type of leader that says it doesn't really matter. If you don't get with the program, you're out the door. And uh, that's the thing about leadership and leading people is that there are different types of leadership styles. But it is good to be introspective about how you learn how you process information, uh, and there are tools to help us do that, self-assessments, and I'll post some links to those below. Uh, So again, remember, you're trying to be successful. You need to understand that successful people across the board, statistically speaking, they're going to take ownership of their success, right? They're not going to blame anybody else. They're not going to see themselves as a victim, and they're going to understand that, hey, listen, if I'm going to be successful, it's up to me to do the things that I need to. To do and one of the one of the other things that we notice a lot is that successful people they learn how to motivate themselves right they learn how to become highly successful uh, and they learn how to motivate themselves without having to be constantly uh, pulled on and and they understand that that uh, listen I know that motivation is not just always about feeling like doing something but it is about keeping the bigger vision in mind and this is one thing I stress to my students all the time is that Keep the big picture in mind. Remember, when it's hard, when it's challenging, when the coursework no longer feels fun, uh, when you feel discouraged and like you can't do it, remember to keep that big picture in mind and remember exactly why you're doing what you're doing in the first place. So, discovering self-motivation, that is finding purpose in their lives by pursuing purposefully meaningful goals, right? You want to be intentional about the things that you're pursuing versus a struggling student. Now, struggling students, they have difficulty sustaining motivation. Often they feel depressed, frustrated. Uh, They don't know how to express those emotions. And uh, I know from a leadership perspective, it's hard to lead those types of individuals, and it takes a little bit extra work in helping to motivate them. So if that's you, I would encourage you uh, to to examine your people. If you're a student and you're you're listening to this and you're going, "Wow, you know, I really I really have a hard time staying motivated or motivating myself," I want you to think about. What is it that brings you joy, right? What is it that you're interested in? And then in addition to that, I want you to ask yourself, what am I naturally gifted at? What what comes easy to me? What uh, skills do I have uh, that it doesn't really feel like I'm having to work that hard? It's just something that I'm pretty good at. I would encourage you to be introspective about those things and then begin to pursue them. Because generally, it's like the old saying goes, that when you when you love what you're doing, you never work a day in your life. And that may or may not be true, but it does... It does go uh, to show that you can live a, a life of intention focused on the things that you really enjoy doing. 
So to break that point down, successful students, they're highly motivated. And even when they're not motivated, they find ways to stay motivated and to motivate themselves versus the struggling student who may feel depressed or anxious or frustrated with all of those things. So I would encourage you, be introspective, find those natural giftings, find those natural skills that you have, and try to uh, find a framework or a coursework or career that is going to complement those things. Another thing that we see uh, both not only in a college setting but also in the workplace is that we have to begin to learn how to master our self-management, right? We have to, uh, it goes back, I guess, to not only to being motivated, right, but we have to begin to develop healthy habits. What is going to set me up for success, right? Uh, if you're a college student and you're taking hard courses, maybe it's a course that you're not really good at, or maybe you're taking a math course and you really struggle with math, what can you do to benefit yourself? How can you become more organized? And maybe that's going to look like spending a little extra time the day before your class getting organized and going over any notes. And maybe it's pouring a little more time into reviewing the work that you did last time. That way, uh, when you go to new class and you begin to learn a new concept, you've already gotten the hang of what you covered last time. And for you guys in the workplace, right, we're talking about mastering self-management. How can you be uh, that standout employee, right? How can you exhibit or show uh, your bosses uh, what kind of leader you are and begin to develop those things and begin to let those things come through in and of the workplace, and the opposite of that for the students who we tend to see uh, or people in the workplace that we tend to see struggling, these are people who they seldom identify specific actions, right? In other words, they haven't really charted out the map. They haven't looked and said, well, I'm really struggling in this area, and because I'm struggling, I need to do X, Y, and Z. These are people uh, that really feel lost and they're just uh, having a hard time becoming organized. And, and, and statistically speaking, we see that the types of individuals that can't master self-management, they tend to struggle, right? They, they tend to struggle uh, as a student. And unfortunately, if they don't learn how to master that skill, it's carried over into the workplace. And that's why this is important. Remember, we said that this podcast is all about leadership and, and skills and, and talking about life skills and just having honest conversations about how we can uh, maximize our potential, right? How we can become effective people, how we can begin to not only uh, master things in ourselves, but then once we have begun to do that, we have skills and assets that we can begin to pour into other people people. And at the end of the day, that's what being a leader is all about. The next thing that we want to discuss, and we see this a lot, again, we're talking about differences between successful and, and people who struggle, and that's the ability to employ interdependence, and that is building uh, beneficial relationships, right? You know, I tell my students all the time, this, this coursework is extremely important, but the networking that you do, the relationships that you make in these years are going to be just as important. And I'll say this, 
most of the the good jobs that I've had in my life, my skill had something to do with it, but the vast majority of it was because, hey, I had a referral from someone who was already doing a great job, and because their name carried a little bit of weight, right, because they exemplified those attributes, then they said, well, listen, if they got a friend, and I know they're doing a great job, maybe their friend is going to come in, because certainly you wouldn't refer someone to something that you wouldn't think would be able to do that job. So these uh, relationship building skills are going to be very crucial, not only throughout your college career if you're a student, but also into the workplace. And obviously, building relationship, uh, you know, we're made to be in community, right? We're not made to live alone. Um you know, we can get into a bunch of different things talking about that, but the in short, uh, we are made to be in community. And I know from experience that uh, when you can build on top of your own skills, when you can be introspective about the things that you're struggling with, and then when you can add the idea of relationship to that, wow, man, it's just going to open so many doors and you're going to uh, really begin to see, uh, see things that you didn't think were possible happen in your life. And the opposite of being able to employ interdependence is the idea uh, that uh, you're stubbornly independent, right? These are seldomly requesting or even rejecting offers of assistance, right? It's that, it's that one who is struggling, uh, but they don't want any help. They're just going to try to do it on their own, or really, maybe they're not even going to try to do it on their own. They just don't want to have to deal with people asking them if they need help. They maybe don't want to confront the fact that they do need help. And at the end of the day, no matter which side of the aisle you're on, maybe you're a successful student or a successful career or a a college coach, uh, a life coach, whatever it is that you do, or maybe you're one of the ones that are struggling, no matter what it is, we all need help at certain times. And there is nothing wrong with asking for help when we need it. And I know that can be a hard lesson to learn. But uh, again, we want uh, to be able to give you some some information that can be beneficial to you, things that you can uh, begin to apply into your own life. So having said that, I want you to be introspective for a moment, and I want you to begin to think about whatever state you're in, how this applies to you. Think about how you can begin to uh put into practice the attributes of those that are successful. Now, when we're talking about success, that's a whole different idea. Success is going to look uh, different for each of us. I don't believe that when we're talking about success, we're specifically talking about money or, you know, uh, Uh, big houses and things like that for you, if that's what success looks like, then certainly that's going to be your definition. But when I'm talking about success, my, my bigger idea is that I believe that you're truly successful when you are living a fulfilled life and a life with purpose. I'm going to say that again. I truly believe that you are successful when you live a fulfilled life and a life with purpose, a life that is making a difference and a life that is not always wanting and feeling like you have to have the next big thing. Because, you know, we can employ all of these ideas, we can put all of these ideas into practice, 
and still not be successful in our own minds. So uh, we want to give you some tools and tips uh, to put into, into practice in your own life, but certainly we want to make sure that when you're talking about success, that we're not just defining success by a dollar sign. Hey, this is Jeremy with the Junto Podcast, giving you some life skills and life tips that you can apply in your own life. And listen, whether you're a college student or whether you're already years, years into your career, I want you to identify these things in your own life, and I want you to be introspective. And then I want you to examine and look at the people whom you work with, whom you do class with, whom you lead. And think about how you can not only make yourself better, but how you can pour into others around you. Thank you for joining me on Junto Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Be blessed.